Welcome to the Estrangement Podcast, hosted by Sophia Oak. If you're listening to this podcast today, it's possible you're trying to educate yourself concerning estrangement. This forum has been created in hopes of opening up discussions on estrangement, to learn about estrangements, and to look at the past history of estrangement. In return, my desire is to inspire healing, encourage understanding, and most of all, reunite families. Today's story I will be reading from the New American Standard Bible in Genesis. Before I begin reading, I would like to enlighten you on the storyline. I call the story Hagar and Ishmael Banished. This is a story between Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar. Abraham was 86 years old and Sarah was 77. They had not had conceived any children. So Sarah, wanting Abraham to have descendants, took matters into her own hands. She picked out a slave maid named Hagar and presented her to Abraham as a wife. Abraham took Hagar as a wife, and she conceived a child, and they called him Ishmael. God appeared to Abraham when he was 99 years old and told him that his wife Sarah will conceive a child. And Abraham thought this was ridiculous because he said, how can we have children? I'll be 100 years old and Sarah is 90 and how is that possible? But you know, all things is possible with God. And Sarah did conceive a child and he was born and his name was Isaac. And when she was weaning Isaac, um, Ishmael was on the sideline mocking someone that didn't say who, but I'm going to start reading in Genesis 21, 9 through 20, so you get the rest of the story. But Sarah saw the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had born to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, get rid of that slave woman and her son. For the woman's son will never share in the inheritance of my son Isaac. Well, this matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, Do not be so distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and sent her off with the boy. And she went on away and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. Now you notice they called him a boy. He was actually 13 years old. In our days, we would call him a teenager, but they called him a boy. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. I'd like to stop here because 
You know, you can't go three days without water. So I'm wondering if the um, skin of water, how big it was it? How much did it hold? And we know that they've been traveling past the three days because she's starting to worry. She went off and sat down about a bow shot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. So they say that she sat a bow shot away. That's pretty far. Now, on an English longbow, English longbow, it the arrow can go as far as 300 yards. Now, football field is 100 yards between the goal lines. So I imagine that she sat pretty far away from her son, and she was worried about him dying. He's 13 years old, and apparently he's just, he's bad off. And as she sat there, she began to sob, and God the God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called her to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, and I will make him into a great nation. Now you notice it was the angel of God that appeared to him, appeared to uh, Hagar. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. She went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy as he grew up, and he lived in the desert and became an archer. friends what did you think about that story that's a different type of estrangement where the father sends his second wife and firstborn son out into the wilderness I couldn't imagine how Hagar and Ishmael felt Hagar probably wasn't that old and imagine she was a young girl or a young lady and Ishmael was 13 years old I couldn't imagine having to watch my son get so bad off that he has to lay down and he's he's dehydrated and he's almost about to die and I'm scared to watch him die I don't want to see him die and so I walk off in a distance so I had to watch it and God heard him crying and the angel told Hagar go get your son lift him up take him by the hand pull him up Hagar opened her eyes and she saw a well and she went and drew some water. Now Ishmael he was known for his warrior skills. He was a great warrior. He grew up to be a a leader, a warrior and uh, his descendants became a nation 
We go through bad times. Everybody goes through some hard times. And people that are estranged or people that are estranging others, I believe on both sides it's, it's hard. If you really care about that person and you love them, it's a very difficult situation. It's very lonely. It's um, depressing. And I think it, it's probably on both sides of the fence. I hear a lot of parents talking about how their kids have married into a situation where the, their spouses causes estrangement or another instance is you know they have a narcissistic ex-spouse and you know they're the ringleaders and you got the flying monkeys as far as the adult kids and they follow the narcissistic parent and and so they estrange the the parent that's always been helpful and good to them because they consider them the weaker one they are normally impasse. Um, and then you got estrangements because of abuse, physical abuse or mental abuse. Um, there's all different reasons for estrangements. Divorce can cause it. Um, marrying someone else after a divorce. You know, it's, it's sad that families are being torn apart like they are. I think families, family is just important. And this, the thing is, is the adult children, they're going to be raising their own kids someday. And possibly, most of them are. And... They're going to make mistakes too. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone but God, you know, Jesus Christ. They didn't make mistakes, but the rest of us do. And I hope that my strange adult children, I hope their kids don't do the same thing to them. We've got into a society where we nitpick a lot of things and we don't forgive. Now, I, I don't want nobody out there that's really being abused. I don't want you to be abused. I don't want you to, I'm not encouraging you to get back in touch with the, your abuser by no means. No, you do not need to be abused. But the ones that are out there that just don't want to have anything to do with your parents because it just takes too much time or you've got too much to do, you 
don't want to fool with it or your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend is telling you not to have anything to do with them you know I you're going to regret that someday I think if you've got a good parent and you're just ignoring them for, for no reason you're going to regret that you're going to want to be with them at a point in time and parents you gotta quit talking about your kids don't talk bad about your kids I don't care what they did you know everybody makes mistakes I understand if you gotta talk to your therapist I understand that you can talk to your best friends about your kids. But pray for them too. You know, I mean, don't don't talk junk about your kids to people that you don't know. Pray for them. Pray for them. Things can always turn around. You know, look what Ishmael and Hagar, I mean... They thought they were going to die. But God stepped in and gave them a good life. And He can do the same thing for you. He can do the same thing for your adult children. So I will be praying for you, my friend. 